Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm super excited to be here with musician Jake Miller. What's up? Hey Jake. How are you? How's it going? Doing great. So Jake just walked in here and he said that he had the same shirt as me, which if you can't see is an in and out shirt. Yeah which is just very important. I actually have like three of them. Wait, so why did you get the shirts if you don't love In-N-Out? Um, it would just be like going through like drive throughs drunk late at night mm-hmm. in, in LA, like in an Uber. And I'm just like, I can barely even see through the window, but I see like the shirt on display. I'm like, yeah. give me one of those too. And it's happened like three times. <laughs> did you forget you got the shirt the no, other No, I think times? they just keep kind of getting dirty. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't of know. Course. Of course. Shrinking in the wash. That's fair. Know. So, Jake, where are you from and how old are you? I'm from South Florida, 26. Um, I grew up in South Florida in Weston, small little town in Fort Lauderdale. Very cool. Yeah, um, like the greatest city ever. We yeah. call it the bubble. I'm actually going to Miami this weekend. No way. Yeah, I okay. swear. Have you ever heard of Weston? Um, I have heard of Weston. I had a friend growing up who went to the university school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was like 30 minutes for me, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So Where? I went to uh, Cypress Bay High School. It was like, okay. at the time, the biggest high school in mm-hmm. the country. It was like 5,500 kids. Wow. Yeah, it was like Whoa. a mini college. It was How cool. did you like know anyone in I mean, I wasn't grade? the most popular kid back in high school. I had yeah. my core group of friends. I was, you know, averagely popular, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like anybody. But um, yeah, there were so many, so many people. Like, and the parking lot was just filled with cars and like, it was crazy. Do you still meet people to this day that were like, we were in the same grade? Um, every now and then people will be like, oh, I went to school with you. And I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Right. But, um, like most you of the just time, have to trust them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so <laughs> uh, you should see. Sometimes people come to like shows with, and like meet and greets with like big posters of like family trees trying to prove how they're related to me. No. Yeah, they're like, I'm your like third cousin who's like once removed. Blah, blah, blah. so creepy. I'm just like, cool. <laughs> that reminds me of Annie. Did yeah. You, did you see Annie? Yeah, yeah. Remember when like... Daddy Warbucks tries to find her real parents yeah. and like everyone comes and pretends to be the parents. Yeah, they all want it, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. That's, you, know, you don't know who to trust. You really don't. You so really don't. Everybody's um, my family. But truly. like every now and then I'll go back to Florida and there's like this one, you know, strip of bars that we all go out to. Mm. And it's just like, I see all the kids that I like, you know, went to high school with and right. you know, they congratulate me. And a lot of them are people who were hating on me back in high school. But it's, yeah, yeah. I don't hold any grudges. It's like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to because you're like just fucking look at me look at my success <laughs> fuckers yeah, um much so jake what is your current relationship status single okay single, why did single. i think that i saw a picture of you and a girl i was stalking your instagram before like my most recent picture no it was like I was gonna a say, little further back did you no 
No, no I've, been, I've talked to a few. We of those have recently. to pull this up because no, there was a couple's it. photo. No, you won't find one. We could try. I mean, here's the second picture. Is a picture of uh, me and my mom. That's definitely uh, not my girlfriend. That's my no, mom. No, that's definitely your mom. But yeah, you can scroll for a while. You, won't, um, you I mean, won't I don't know if it's definitely your mom. It's not like I've like stalked your mom. <laughs> I swear. But there was another one. This one. That's my sister. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> her. Yeah. I'm so, very. Um, I'm very aware of if I am talking to somebody, I'm. I don't make it public, and which is it. a reason why some things have ended just because you know mm. you know i don't i don't want to add that pressure i think that that's a lot of pressure and um you know there are some weird people out there who are just gonna start stalking DMing that these person. people actually and stalking we, so them. we have to talk about this well okay. first of all let's give jenny a shout out shout out to jenny we're looking at shout a picture out to jenny, of you right now jenny who we're looking at who is not your girlfriend that would nope. be a little that would be a weird. little strange that'd be weird but jenny hooked us up so that's yeah. how we met jenny's so been talking about your, your podcast for a long time She's, now obviously a legend so, she was like she was like you gotta prepare for this she's gonna ask you some really juicy things i'm like oh, i may man. i may on that note so you said that you've you know things have ended because you weren't able to publicize uh, i mean it, it wasn't just that but like i just don't I'm, I'm in the point of my career where music is my number one focus it's mm-hmm. like even when i post a shirtless picture it's like I, i'm a little bit hesitant because I don't want anybody following me for the wrong reasons. I want everyone right. to follow me because of my music. I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh yeah, he's he's the the Instagram model." Like, "Oh my god, if right. anybody ever called me that, I would I would flip." Like, yeah. I'm a musician and I'm like I work so hard to keep that credibility there. For sure. And so, you know, I don't want to bring pictures of girls into the picture and I don't want to, you know, I just want it to be about the music. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, wait, and remind me one more time because I was just focused on South Florida. How yeah. old are you? 26. Okay. Yeah. So you're still, you? you're still relatively young. I'm 28. Okay. Cool. I'm, I act like I'm so much older, but I'm two <laughs> years older. I mean, I, I try to act like definitely not on the maturity level. I feel like um, we could both pass for like 21. Though, yeah. I mean, I'll which take is a good it. thing. I'll definitely take that yeah. any day. Um, so you're 26. Yeah. And when is your birthday? November 28th. Oh, you're 28th. Yeah. What so, are you? well, first of all, you're a Sagittarius. I am. Which is an amazing sign to be. Okay. Yeah, Sag are great. My dad's a Sag, so okay. I'm biased a little bit. But in numerology, you're supposed to have more in common with the people like who, for example, um, are born on the same number of the month, like actual day, like 28, for example, or if you're born on the 11th and people born on the 11th. Rather than in the same month. Rather than in the same month. So I'm September 28th. Oh, nice. So we are basically soul bros. I'm a Libra. Are you two years and two months older than me? And I'm two years and two months older than you. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're 92? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 90. 90. Okay, do you cool. know your, while we're getting spiritual, do you know your Chinese zodiac? No. No, I don't know my <laughs> Chinese zodiac. <laughs> How, everyone knows their Chinese zodiac. I'm not going to lie. I'm not Shout out to my friend Isabella. That kind here. of stuff. I yeah. was just talking to my sister about it. And she was trying to, you know, read me the... What's Jenny's birthday? June 21st. I don't know what that is. She's a cancer. She is a cancer. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Is. But I don't know. I mean, if you believe in it, that's cool. Like whatever For makes sure. you happy. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I just... Every time I, I read those things, it's like, everybody can relate to this stuff. Well, yes. If you're reading like the today is your horoscope and right. you will get money or whatever. Right. But if you look more into it, like I actually have a book here I'll show you where you can read the actual day you were born. So it'll say November 28th and like your specific character traits. Interesting. There's also an app called CoStar. I, they don't sponsor me, I swear. I'm just <laughs> telling you. 
it's really cool if you plug in the time you were born, which I don't know if you know that. I don't that. even know that. Not I have to ask my but parents. Yeah, you have to ask your parents. Then it tells you very specific things to you. So it kind of takes away that general yeah. thing about okay. astrology. Well, I'm down to check that out. I don't know, like uh, that and like psychics and like palm mm. reading, all that stuff has yeah. kind of always freaked me out. I think my mom told um, us a story how her mom, our grandma, like went into a palm reading once and they said she was going to like die young what? and she ended up dying young. <gasps> so from then on, I'm just like, and then I remember I was on this cruise ship once yeah, and like this guy was like doing this kind of like, this, he was putting on this show and he was like doing this voodoo to some guy. I don't know. It just kind of scarred me. <laughs> Wait, that is really intense that, you know, yeah. that psychic knew that about your grand, grandmother. But even if like she saw that, like wouldn't, Aren't you only supposed to say good things when you go to get? Palm you readings? are. You actually are. Like you're. N- but maybe she was trying to save her from like not doing the things that she wanted to do while she was. I don't know. If somebody told me I was going to die young, I I wouldn't be happy. I would freak the fuck out. Yeah. Like I'd go out and like do heroin. Yeah. Like no, immediately. I would, be, I would be really pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd like. Money back. I'd move to Joshua Tree yeah. and I'd be like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'd be jumping for out anyone planes. else yeah. but me. Like fully. I'd pack my bags and just start traveling the world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't even know. Like I would call all of like the people that I never told certain things. And I'd be like, <laughs> I still love you. Get back with me. Yeah, please. literally. Or like, I was just kidding. Yeah, wow. So what? when was your, lo- like how was lo- your longest relationship? How long was that? It was eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. You haven't, you, that's like half your life. Yeah, well, one third. Okay, explain. So when was that? Um, it started when I was in middle school. I think I was like 15. And mm-hmm. it went till I was like, you know, 23. Isn't 15 high school? Um, I think it was like ninth grade. Okay, yeah, right, right. First right. year of high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm young for my grade. Wait, so that wouldn't make sense. Anyway, I'm yeah. bad at math. Um, <laughs> so you started ninth grade mm-hmm. and you went, into college? I never went to college. Oh, okay. Um, I went to University of Miami for like one month, mm-hmm. and that's when I got signed and like my music started oh, to take off. Incredible. Thank you. So I was kind of like, all right, I don't feel like I can dedicate myself to both of these things at the right. same time. And I always just said I would I would go back to school if music didn't mm-hmm. work out, and it's just been working out. So yeah, yeah, not going. Amazing. Wood. But yeah, and, I never went to college. But did she go to college? How did she was you doing make like that online. work? She was doing online mm-hmm. stuff in like a, a local college. What was lived in what Florida. was her birthday? Um, January 12th. Okay. You're Capricorn. big into this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got to know the gist. No, it's cool. It's cool. Um, so eight years is a long time. Yeah. Um, why didn't it work out in the end? Um, I just think that, you know, when you start dating that early, you just don't really know what else is out there and like it feels like love, but you need to kind of go out there and make sure it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. We were just kind of hearing it from all angles, from our friends, from our parents, like... You guys are cute and everything, but you don't really know what else is out there. Like, right. And my parents went through the same thing, and they told me they were high school sweethearts, and they were like, if we never broke up, we probably wouldn't be happily married now. Like, they needed oh, that they, time. Oh, they did break up, they and did, they got back together? They did together. break up around college, I think, for a few years. They got back together, and they said, if we didn't break up then, then we probably would have ended up getting married and then getting divorced. Right. So it was really just a lot of talks with my dad, and I think she was having the same talks probably with her mom, and um, we were just like, yeah, I think it's... We also moved to LA together mm. and we were, it was just a lot of things changing at once. And I think it was just time to kind of try that. Mm. Your parents seem so wise. My parents are the best. Obviously I have to ask. Yeah. What are their birthdays? <laughs> um, my mom's birthday was yesterday, March oh, 14th. Happy birthday yeah. to her. Shout out mom. My dad's birthday is September 16th, I believe. Oh, they're a really good match. 
Um, and guess what? what? My mom's birthday is September 16th. No way. Yeah. Man, this is so, crazy. That's very cool. And is it just you and your sister or do you have just other siblings? Yep, okay. And you're the oldest? oldest. She's 23. Nice. Okay. Sounds about right. Yeah, something around <laughs> right. in, so, in her 20s. <laughs> since your eight-year relationship, yeah. do you kind of feel like you have experience under your belt in yeah. being in a relationship? Like, Oh, you mean what from has, that relationship? From that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was also so young. So it's I'm a completely different person than I was, you know, that was, I, I broke up. We broke up when I was 23. Now I'm 26. So I definitely feel like in the last three years and meeting so many new people and being in L.A. and meeting new friends. Yeah. And the music career kind of going, you know, really well and just touring yeah. so much. A lot has happened to me. Like, I'm a completely different person. Yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't change anything about that relationship. I mean, it was young love and it was great and taught sure. me a lot. But I'm also learning a lot of things now. For sure. Um, and I have to tell everyone that Jake's new single, it's a single, right? Yes, yes. Nike. <laughs> yeah, Nikes. Nikes yeah. is on New Music Friday yeah. today. Woke up um, and I saw that. And it's incredible. Thank it's you. It's really fucking good. So when did your interest in music begin? I've always had an interest in music. Uh, music's just been kind of in my blood and in my family for as long as I can remember. Um, my sister was like in dance classes and all that stuff growing up. My dad was in a band. And my mom was like singing the national anthem at like, you know, Miami Heat games and like tennis tournaments and stuff like that. Your dad was singing that? My mom was. Your mom was. Yeah. So we've just, you know, been surrounded by music from as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. And we had like this music room in my house, which is really just like an electric drum kit and and like a guitar. And right. so I would just be banging the drums and my dad would be shredding on the guitar. And we would do that like every day. And I didn't think anything of it back then. Like I, right. I wasn't like, I want to do this for a living. It was more just like, oh, let's go in the music room and have fun for an hour. For sure. Um, my whole life, you know, was, you know, study hard, get good grades, right. go to a good college, you know, maybe be a doctor. My dad's a doctor. I, I know he wanted me to be a doctor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I didn't, I never thought music was a thing, never. And then my senior year of high school, I got a MacBook. It came with GarageBand. And if you don't know what that is, um, it's basically the most basic program for like producing your own beats. So basic that I actually have no idea how You've to never heard of it. it. Oh, no, okay. no, no. You no. could definitely learn it. I tried in editing in GarageBand and it was really? too complicated for me. All right, well. But that's some how people I are just edited yeah. challenge. Yeah, edit, I mean, I probably you know. YouTube did and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Um, in my school, it was like there was nobody, nobody out of all the 5,500 kids who was making music. Like nobody. Right. It was unheard of in my city. And so I was like making beats. I was turning some of my poems that I wrote in English class into songs for projects. I was inviting friends over to kind of just rap on these beats that I made. Stupid, like simple beats. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, rapping about our teachers, our girlfriends, just our friends. Really stupid, stupid shit. Yeah. Um, but like, and we would put them out on like MySpace and Facebook. This was before Instagram and Snapchat right, right. and all that stuff. And like, I just kept hearing people be like, Jake, like, I know you're messing around, but like, you actually have flow. We were rapping. We weren't mm -hmm. singing. I wasn't singing. I was rapping completely as a joke. And everybody right. was like, you have really good flow. Like, you're actually really good. Like, clever lines. Like, keep going, keep going. Yeah. And so I kind of started taking it more seriously. I would stop inviting friends over. I would just make the songs by myself. I would put one out on, you know, MySpace, I would have my sister go to the park with me and shoot a music video and we put it on YouTube. No, and the views just started getting bigger and bigger. And yeah. sooner or later, the entire high school knew me as like that kid who was like making music. At, at that point, I still wasn't like trying to be a superstar sure. or like trying to make it my career. But I was definitely like the only kid in the school doing it. At what point 
were you like told by you know people that you had a good voice and you were like well it wasn't years until years later that i started to sing right. i was i was rapping for mm -hmm. like three or four years after that is that stuff still on youtube yeah it's still everywhere like mm -hmm. that's my you know original music that's right. how i gained my original fan base uh -huh. and i wasn't rapping about you know girls and money and when i really started to like buckle down and try to actually take a shot at it i was writing about anti-bullying suicide awareness mm. but i was rapping about it and i was telling stories and i wrote a song called steven about this kid who committed suicide and like these songs were really connecting with people like out of nowhere and um i just gained like a really cool core fan base towards like the end of my senior year of high school and it was mostly just in my city but you know at that point i had never put myself out there in anything before i was a shy kid growing up so it was like a big change for me and just a few fans or a few views to me felt like I won a Grammy. It was it was crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. And so then you you know you went off to to college, but you only ended up staying for a little while. How how did you get like the success to know that you could go? And that was pursue it. That was right around. So I applied to like nine colleges. I got into eight out of the nine. University of Florida is the only school that rejected me. I was about to go to Florida State University, FSU. I was literally on the campus of orientation, mm -hmm. about to start as a freshman in like a month. And I get a call from, my, my dad gets a call. He was like my manager at the time. Um, his phone number's on my Facebook page. And we were on campus of FSU, and we get a phone call from Universal Republic, a record label, saying, we saw your stuff on YouTube, we're impressed, we want to have you come up to New York and kind of have a showcase, and we want to see what you got. Mm-hmm. We immediately left orientation. Yeah. We were so excited. It was like the first time we got validation from like someone in the industry. Right. Before it was just like biased friends and family saying mm -hmm. like, oh, your, your songs are cute, you know? Yeah. But now it was like, you know, people in the industry who know what they're talking about, who are coming out and saying that like, right. they want to see me and possibly sign me. We didn't end up taking that deal, but that was what kind of opened my eyes to, you know, maybe I shouldn't go to college at all. Right. And so I made a deal with my parents. Let me not go to college at all. Stay at your house. Um, just work my ass off for one year on music. And if nothing happens, I'll start a year late. And so they, the compromise was I'll do part-time and drive to University of Miami every day mm -hmm. while working on music. And I was only doing like two classes. And just out of curiosity, because I don't know how these things work, yeah. why didn't you end up taking that the deal? deal? It was just a shitty deal. Uh, it was my first record deal. They could totally tell that I was super inexperienced. And right. um, it was called a develop mental development deal i guess and um basically they would like they would fund me to go in the studio and like make four or five songs and if they didn't think any of the five songs that i created and handed in were like radio smashes which they definitely wouldn't have been because i was like 19 right then it was like okay cool nice nice to know you we tried it wasn't like a we're gonna we're gonna invest in invest you. in you for right. the next few years it was more like take this 20 grand and go to the studio and for sure you know, and when did the next deal come about? The next deal came about um, a few months later. I mean, at that point, we were getting hit, hit up by every record label. Mm. Um, radio station executives, local concert promoters. My first show ever was opening for Snoop Dogg. No way. Yeah. yeah. Where? In my hometown. Um, that was actually before we all graduated high school. So I had my whole you know, How did friend you group get that? Out. It was just a, a guy who, was, who I knew. Um, or maybe he was a fan, I don't really remember, honestly, who was putting on the show. He was the promoter at the venue. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Snoop Dogg's coming to town at Club Cinema. I think he had like eight openers, and I was the first one. And I printed out flyers. I put them all around my high school. I remember asking the principal if it was cool if I put them in the halls and on the, on the walls. And 
I had my whole school come out. It was amazing. That's incredible. At that and we time, know I how big like, your school Yeah, it was massive. Was. Um, at that time, I had like three songs out and like no fans. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty, I was really, really nervous. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Did you get to meet Snoop? No. It was a school night. I had probably a test the next morning. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I got to get out. I went on at like nine. He went on at like two in the morning. Right, I'm sure. He's probably sure. in the in his tour bus getting high. <laughs> Definitely. No question. Um, So what was your like trajectory like after that when did you officially you know move to LA and so then I signed with I finally after all these meetings I finally decided to sign with this independent label here in New York called uh, E1 and um that was like the first you know year or two where I really put my foot in the door in the music industry we had CDs physical CDs and Target and Walmart and I went on my first tour and I was going around the whole country, just like me and my dad and like this guy, Scott, who you just met actually. Um, but at the time he was just selling my merch. Right. And it was just like the three of us in like a creepy white van. How did you meet Scott? He reached out to us and said, right after we announced that first tour mm-hmm. and said, um, I'm a fan of Jake's. I saw you guys are going on the first tour. I'm experienced in the industry. What can I do to help? And my dad was like, well, we printed a few hundred shirts that we're going to sell around the country. If yeah. you want to set up camp in the venue and just sell them. Right. So he obviously graduated to being my manager after cool. a lot of different steps. And how did your dad have time to do this, being a doctor and everything? Oh, he was—he still is like eating it up. I'm pretty much living his childhood dream. No. Yeah, this is like what he's always wanted to do. That's so sick. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, he, he definitely didn't see me going in this route, in this, you know, in this direction. Neither, right. Neither did I. Mm-hmm. But it's been so much fun. And so in between every patient, still to this day, in between every patient, he's an eye doctor. He'll go into his office and like answer an email or like be on the phone for my for my music. Oh, what a he's hustler! He's so busy. He's That's so busy. amazing. Yeah, and he, I'm sure he tells every patient about you if they don't oh, already sure. know. Oh, for sure. He gives out yeah. signed posters, signed CDs. <laughs> They're like, I don't know who he is. <laughs> he's like, Well, I'll just take it. <laughs> That's so cute. And so three three years ago, you got out. No, no, no. Um, yeah, three years. No, I'm thinking about your relationship. Three years. Yeah. you've been single now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you, you know, dated at all? Like, where, if so, where are you meeting the girls? Yeah, that you date? I dated a few girls. Um, I mean, I, again, I wouldn't really consider. I mean, it's hard to compare it to an eight-year relationship. Like, that's what I consider dating. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had a, you know, a relationship that's really been more than a few months. Right. And um, it's just because, kind of, what I told you. Like, I just can't really relate to too many people out in LA right now. Um, and I'm not sure I'm going to find somebody in L.A., to be honest. Yeah. My parents keep telling me, you need to maybe move to New York for a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, I've, I've tried, and I, don't just, I just can't really relate to anybody. Would you rather date a, a, like another singer um, or artist in the industry or someone who's like doing so the opposite of that? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I've done both, and um, I think the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think the opposite because, you know, oftentimes me and my band will like go out to dinner and all we talk about is me and my music and what's next and touring. And it's like talking about music so much all the time, it gets exhausting. It's like, can we talk about anything else? You know what I mean? And so having, you know, somebody who does something completely different, just you can talk about twice as much stuff and I could learn about their industry and they could learn about mine and it's new and refreshing. But at the same time, dating a musician would also maybe be a little easier because you get each other and you get the lifestyle that comes with it and you can even write songs together. So mm-hmm. there's pros and cons. I guess it yeah. depends who it is. Do you get people sliding into your DMs? Oh, yeah. 
How do you handle that? Have you ever responded to someone? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I DM a lot of people back. I mean, 99% of the time, it's not people, you know, trying to flirt with me. It's just mm-hmm. fans saying, like, you're, I'm listening to this song or this song came on on the radio or, mm-hmm. you know, I can't wait to see you on tour. And so I'll definitely every now and then just be like, yeah, thanks for playing the song. No one's ever asked you out on the DM. It's hard oh, for, for me sure. to Oh, for that. sure. For sure they have. Yeah. But most of the DMs, you know, I get thousands. But of have days. you ever, like, would you ever... You know, do you click their profile and check them out yeah, a little yeah. bit and like? Oh, for sure, yeah. What I mean, if they're like an insanely gorgeous supermodel who's also a scientist? Like, would you respond? Definitely, yeah. No, I mean, I've responded to a lot of DMs. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much hope, you know, in finding like the one through that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is 2019, so um, I do look. You know, I look at profiles and I check my DMs every now and then. That actually leads me. So we do these questions on Instagram. Okay. Um, that are kind of like dating questions. Okay. And now I obviously have to ask as the next question, if anyone's ever met and like gotten married from the DM. That I know? No, like I'm going to ask that question as well. Oh yeah, that's that's a great question. See. I'm sure a lot of people I'm have. I'm so curious. I mean, if people can get married, you know, on The Bachelor, which is <laughs> right. a pretty unrealistic oh, thing. Oh my God. Do you watch The Bachelor? I do. I'm actually a fan. Um, what do you think of Cassie and Colton? Colton's actually my friend. He lives is right he? down the street. Yeah, you're lying. And like no shade towards Bachelor, but it's like to to you know to to meet somebody and then get engaged three months later. Like if that's possible, then yeah, there's definitely so many people meeting through DMs for and, sure and getting married. But they didn't get engaged. No, they're just dating. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? I mean, I guess you know firsthand. Is Colton a good guy? Yeah, really good guy. Yeah. yeah. Is he in it for the right reasons? Like I think so. I mm-hmm. mean, I haven't. Spend too much time with him, but we go to the gym every now and then. And um, I mean, I honestly don't know too much about him, but yeah. he's, I, I do know the time that I spent with him. He's a really good guy. And um, we have like the same trainer at the gym. So very like, cool. Yeah. Well, if he's a really good guy, then he should prove it by coming on this podcast. Oh, shout out to Col- shout out let's, Colton. Let's get him on here for let's, sure. Let's get you on. Um, my mom loves him. Oh my God. Oh, I'm sure. My I'm mom's sure. like, tell him that he's the sweetest guy. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, mom. <laughs> That's I'm not going to do that. Funny. Would you ever be on The Bachelor? No, definitely mm-hmm. not. I think my music career would just not be taken seriously again right. if I did that. Yeah. For sure. No. For sure. What's your favorite song that you've worked on? Um, hmm, that's a good question. My favorite song of mine is probably a song called Drinking About You. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just very cool and like tropical feeling. And we went to Hawaii to shoot the music video. So it kind of brings me back to those memories. Mm-hmm. It's a cool video. What, uh, do you write all of your own songs? I write all the music. Mm-hmm. I produce all the beats. Mm-hmm. Um, GarageBand, shout out to GarageBand. That's how I started, but <laughs> now I'm working in a program called Logic. Very and, cool. And um, I'm doing it all by myself in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I'm mixing it, mastering it, recording vocals, uploading it to Spotify and iTunes, all by myself. And so I'm signed to Sony, right. but they give me the complete freedom that I want to. That's they awesome. They just trust me. Yeah. That's really cool. And... Are you on any dating apps currently? No. Really? No. How come? I was. Um, I talked to my sister about a year ago. She's like, "This is what I think you should do." I downloaded one called um, Raya. Raya. Mm-hmm. Raya. Yeah. It took me like two weeks to like get accepted. I'm like, "Damn, I'm not gonna get accepted." <laughs> I got accepted, and then I just saw the type of people that were on it, and I'm I like, know. "No, this is not for it's me." Trash. No. It's. I mean, it's even worse for like straight women. It's all photographers. Really? That like live in Williamsburg 
and <laughs> are just like, hey, want to shoot? Like, want to shoot? Oh, so they're not even there for a relationship. No, they're there to take like nude photos of you and murder oh, you after. God. Wow. It's the worst. Well, I think, I think, was it that app or another one where it's like, this person's only here for friends? That app, but also I think Bumble does that too. I'm sorry, that's weird. I know. Like, you don't think that's weird? Who goes on a dating app for friends? How that's so lame weird. are you that you don't have friends other I mean, than like, going I get, on a dating like, app? If you just move to a city and you need like a roommate or something, but like, yeah, you, you can find them on other ways besides no, dating. No, it's apps. so sketchy. It's mostly people in relationships or for married sure. who are like, I just want friends, or I want my partner to think I'm here for friends when their friends see me on it. Or it's just know? somebody who actually is looking for somebody but wants to seem like hard to get, maybe. I think right. that's what it is. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah like, that's oh, definitely I'm, what it is. I'm not trying too hard. I'm just here for friends. Right, right. Like, I'm in a relationship, and it, it was really hard for me to deactivate my Raya. Yeah. Because, like, all the other apps, I'm like, whatever, bye, bye, bye. But I was like, I don't want to have to fucking apply to this again if, God forbid, it doesn't work out, yeah. you know? So I was thinking about saying, like, just here for friends. And then I was like, that's so douchey. Like, that's <laughs> horrible. I don't want to be known as, like, the yeah. person on for friends. Yeah. Like, no, that's just, that's a little weird. Especially, I feel like if you're a guy, yeah, like a straight guy, and yeah, you're yeah, another guy, like that's not how right, you meet friends. right. Go fucking out in public and yeah, and talk to somebody. It's that's so how you true. Meet people. It's so true. The only thing though that Raya does, which is really cool, which I only saw recently on my friends Raya when we were looking through it, is that it tells so it tells you your mutual friends with the person, mm-hmm. and if the friends, the mutual friends, are on the app, you can see their profile too. So, like, uh. haven't you ever always wondered, like, oh, my, my like, dude friend, like, I yeah. wonder what his profile is like. You yeah, know? Like, but I wonder like, how he would show himself Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you can totally make fun of your friends. That's pretty funny. I've, like, never, um, I've never seen that, like, feature. Yeah. I guess I, when I got accepted, all I did was, like, start, like, diving into, like, right. who are these girls? And right, of course. I didn't, I didn't take the time I to find my friends. I actually have a friend who met his girlfriend on Raya. Nice. And she's pretty cool. She used to, she actually won like America's Next Top Model or something like that. Good for her. But like it's, you know, it's, it's like well, well known types of people. Yeah. It's like Soho House in a dating app. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I feel like, you know, the girl that I end up with is not going to be the girl that has a million followers. Right. It's well, the person who has no followers. Like, well, I was just going to no followers. No followers, but you She's know. A, uh, like, I don't know if she leaves her house with no followers. <laughs> That's true. Nobody has no followers. Um. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like 2,000 yeah. followers. Like, no, of course. Of if course. I come across a really cute, nice girl with 2,000 followers, I'm like, I've hit the jackpot. Yeah, yeah, of course. But 2,000 is like not nothing. No, but it's, you know, compared to these other right, girls who right. every girl you meet has a million followers. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a joke. And like no one looks like they do in the pictures because there's they've used 12 date, like apps to edit their face yeah. instagram just shut down and i was seeing so many memes about like what are these instagram models gonna do now yeah no literally <laughs> they, i actually saw i saw a really funny meme that was like these like two women like walking like this and it was like it was like influencers like sh- like walking over like Twitter. over to snapchat like oh, yeah. <laughs> while this is down like like shame like with Here we shame are. Yeah. yeah, no, it was hilarious. I was actually hanging out with my friend who was on The Bachelor as well, Nick Vial. Okay. He he was like in town a few days ago and I was trying to set him up with a friend of mine and it, we hung out the day Instagram was down mm. and like... You just had to talk. <laughs> literally. And like, I don't think he knew what to do with himself and shout out to Nick. And we were like at the table and he was trying to post some story about like his new 
podcast episode and every five minutes he was like refresh refresh yeah. refresh like trying to talk <laughs> refresh refresh and then he's like it finally went and we're like okay <laughs> you need to stop you never realize how addicted yeah. we are to social media yeah. until we have eight hours without it it's a joke i, I mean have, um, yeah. i have this thing on my phone i don't know if you've seen it on settings where you could see the screen time oh it's too scary but you can make an alarm you can make a for limit. phone or instagram um, for because I, I know they're both. I don't know. I think I have it for Instagram, maybe, uh-huh. where it's like if if you've been on the phone for two hours, right, right. there literally pops up a thing that says like you've hit your limit, right? And I always ignore it. <laughs> I'm always like ignore it till the next day. Yeah, of course, so, like, ignore. I don't even know why I have it. Yeah, we're we're the worst. I actually read an article recently that was super eye opening about how much we spend on like how much time we spend on Instagram yeah. and like any moment that back in the day would have just been an uncomfortable moment like being in the elevator yeah. with a bunch of people you don't know or waiting even for your chip to go in when you're purchasing something mm-hmm. like every second of uncomfortability we take our phones out for sure and like i tried to after reading that article not do it and so i was in an elevator like right after the reading it and i took out no sorry and i didn't take my phone out and i felt like such a creep because I was That's like the crazy. only one in the elevator that was like. I totally feel you. It's so crazy that we feel like that. everyone else was like. <laughs> Why know? is she just staring yeah, at me? Yeah, exactly. I feel like the the hardest place to not pull out your phone is when you're eating alone in a restaurant. Yeah. If you're I just mean, sitting you there eating to. and you don't have your phone, you're right. at your phone, it feels really uncomfortable. Well, well, you are making other people feel uncomfortable <laughs> exactly. in that situation. Like, like, What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like. <laughs> You know, unless you're really old and like cute, yeah, and like sweet, and like yeah. you're like reading a book or the paper, sure. it's it's awkward. Yeah, that's it's terrible. really awkward. It's terrible. Like that we've I, come to that. I know. I would make. Like, I want someone to go like a a full day. Someone in like millennial or like the generation below, yeah, to just go a full day and like report on like how how life how is. bizarre <laughs> it was for them. Yeah. It's Weird. it's sad. Like I, I truly don't think I could do twenty four hours without my phone. Like, yeah, it, it really sucks. Like you would think you could do twenty four hours without anything, but it's like right. I need it for so many reasons. I need it in case you know there's an emergency. In case my right. parents text me, I need to stay connected with my fans because otherwise, I feel like I'm losing grip of my career. Totally, twenty four hours. Like, totally, it sucks that I have to feel like that, and I'm sure most of us feel like that. But yeah, yeah. that actually ri- reminds me. So someone recently was talking about their morning routine and they were like, you know, it's really important to like do a few things before looking at your phone in the morning. But I'm like, what would you do? Like, what is your morning routine like? I actually think about that every single morning, mm-hmm. but for different reasons, because if I wake up and look straight at my phone without like getting up or turning on the lights, my eyes will be looking at the screen for like 20 minutes and right. the rest of the entire day my vision is kind of messed up mm. because I I'm used to the close up but I have tried to like not look at my phone open the blinds go brush my teeth right make my bed put clothes on before I look at my phone <laughs> it's really hard it's so hard it sucks that it's so hard but you want to your first instinct is checking your phone and seeing right. what the hell you missed while you were sleeping but even when we were younger I mean like I was so excited to get back to my computer after school yeah. and like go on AIM oh and the away messages just like, yeah, put an away message that was like, not in the mood. Don't talk to me. 
and then get mad when people wouldn't ask me why I was in a bad mood, you know? Wow, good, good like, old days. The best times. People like, will never remember. Like The most angsty away messages yeah. ever. What was your screen name? Do you remember? I had a many. Um, my first one was Pizza XOXO 45 because nice. I really liked pizza. And then I had, I think it was like Tweety Bird 9... Like nine twenty eight ninety, which is my birth date, and then Diva Chick. I feel like I knew so many Diva Chicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then <laughs> it, it got progressively worse. Why was that um, a thing? That's so funny. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, and then Foxy Chick. Oh. Meanwhile, a diva like anymore? This is, yeah, you I mean, this is, to Foxy. Foxy. This is like a little girl who'd only not even kissed, who <laughs> thought she was Foxy. And then the last one, which was the worst of all, was famous. Nine two eight. Oh wow! Literally just declared myself <laughs> famous, which is so I'm like twelve years old. So delusional and like counterproductive to actual fame. Yeah. What were yours? The only one I can remember was um, it was too cool to be forgotten. Like too too. No. Four. Too cool to be forgotten. Those were like always the the best one. My friend's sister actually, she was like really she was like very cool and like knew about like all all of like the music before we did and like technology and all this stuff and she did a similar thing for her screen name it was duh like d-a mm -hmm. one u n-v-r for get so like the, the one, one you, you never, never forget. forget oh my god and like <laughs> it was so good that's hilarious it was so good that's amazing that yeah. was your sister no, my friend's sister. Yeah. My sister's You should like still call her that when you see her. I know, we do. I we still do. haven't forgotten I'm you. always like, Anna, like the the one you never forget. Aren't you the one that I've like not yeah. forgotten? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she honestly should change her Instagram name to That's that. That's amazing. But anyway, so like aim profiles were incredible. What was like your go-to away message? Man, I don't remember. I definitely made like custom ones for sure. Oh, yeah. But I don't remember. I think they were long. Yeah. Like jokes. I think I would like yeah, Google jokes, like jokes or, or something. Or like quotes from for yeah. girls. Like, I don't know, for me at least. I'd it was always like, trying to be funny though. Yeah. No, I like I was always trying to like get like a boy's attention. I was like, I was like, sometimes you walk by someone and like you don't know that like oh they're the God. one, you know? <laughs> Just like what? Or like or like, do you ever think about like that person? I don't know. Always, always like thirsty, For trying sure. to like get that guy sure. to like reach out to me and be like, I want to be with you. But it was, the best your way it was the best feeling when you would like get back from school. Oh, and have. And you would like see, mm -hmm. like there was this one girl I had a crush on. Yeah. And like I would just get back from school and like see whether she was like, whether she was on or not. not. Yeah. When she was on, I'm like, oh shit. Oh my God. Yeah. I actually it's like, like game time. It's so funny. Early on, decided that. I wanted to be away like all of the time. Like oh, I wanted uh, you to, wanted I, to be exclusive. Because I, I thought that being available on AIM was like <laughs> desperate. Like <laughs> this is how sick I, and like how the, many the, games the I've to, been to playing for so many years. Yeah, but I would still talk when I was away. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. So yeah. you put your away message on, but you would still talk. I put my away message on and I'd be like real friends. No, like they can message me, you know. Even when I'm away. Yeah. And like. That's funny. Yeah. And, and, or I'd be like. Or the message, the away message would be like, I'm away, but like, if you know who you are, if you, if you could me. message me, you know, like, you, like, only, only su certain people can message me, you know who you are. That's so funny. So, such trash. Does um, it feel like a lifetime ago? Yes, it really does. Really? It really does. And like, I remember AOL, like, I used to make those photo albums, 
You know, you know what I'm talking about? No. There it was like before Instagram, you would make like an album of photos of yourself. And actually, I'll never forget this. My that. sister was like the queen of that. She had like 16 albums. <laughs> and one day, and she's my older sister, and one day she like skipped school to go to Six Flags with a bunch of her friends. And that night put up an album on AOL like of her friends and her at Six Flags. My mom's obviously friends with her on AOL or oh whatever. Like saw the albums like are you kidding like, well, like she snuck out there or something yeah like snuck going? to six flags and oh like my, my mom was seeing all the pictures going through them like How'd they get there are you nuts because i don't know it wasn't she like was, Uber she would hang then. with like older guys uh, they probably took the train got you she was like always hanging with like a, a group of shady guys now she's like married with a kid but <laughs> at that That's point funny. yeah so let's talk about your tattoos. Okay. Ooh, we only have a few minutes, which makes me sad. Wow. Um, I feel like we're really hitting a groove about yeah, AOL. So how many tattoos five. do you have? I have five tattoos. Okay. Do you have any? Um, I don't have any tattoos. You want I I've yeah, I've I've thought about getting like an astrology tattoo. Don't okay. make fun of me. I'm not making fun um, of you. Everyone's got that thing. I'm I mean I have I'm was raised Jewish so Jewish. all my oh yeah so yeah. all my relatives were like you will not be buried in the cemetery. See that's what I thought too but yeah. I have a friend who unfortunately passed away and mm-hmm. he was very tatted, tattooed really he's in a Jewish cemetery. But they this is so disturbing to even bring up but they say they like cut them out of you. The tattoos? Yeah. That's not I don't think you know, that's a thing. These are like myths that like that's your parents just tell you growing up yeah. to scare you. And it's to be bullshit. honest, I yeah. don't really care what happens to me when I die. Right. I was going to say I'm, I'm going to live my life to the fullest now. Agreed. Know? Agreed. Like I actually want to be shot up in fireworks. I want to be cremated and no. have my ashes shot up in fireworks. Well, I definitely want to be cremated, but the fireworks thing I never thought That'd about. Be cool. That's very cool. My yeah. friend's actually starting a podcast about like cool ways to like be celebrated after you die. The whole podcast is about that? Well, it's supposed to like <laughs> shed a light on um, living like while you're exactly yeah. and, and how like death shouldn't be this like horrifying thing yeah. that everyone's like depressed about. For sure. But instead, like you can make it exciting. Right. Um Wow, interesting. Yeah. I'll I'll That's give cool. that a shout out when she when she does it. But um so what are each of your tattoo significance? So I have a palm tree because I grew up on a street called Palm Boulevard mm. in Florida. Um, I have right here, you can't see it because I'm wearing a long sleeve, but it's my dad's signature. It says Pops, which is what I call him. This is my first tattoo. It's a little iPod player Ah. because I love music. And I just thought it was really unique. That is unique. And also it stopped on 12 um, because it's my family's lucky number. Awesome. I got a little globe that I got with my band because we travel together. And then um, I have Stop This Train, which is my favorite song. Don Mayer. Oh, my God. I love that song. My favorite song of all time. Wait, me too. I'm not even kidding. Well, it's one of them. It's 28. It's because we're both on the 28. I swear to God. Crazy. And when he talks about his dad, I like lose it. It's so sad. I could listen to the song like, all day, every me day, too. but like, it makes me sad in like a happy way. Yeah, it makes me like no, really me too. appreciate me too. the world. I also really like Why Georgia. Um, oh, I love all of this stuff. He's so good. Have you so seen good. him live? Oh yeah, many many yeah, times. Yeah, I actually saw him in this uh, place called Hotel Cafe mm-hmm. in LA, which is literally the size of this apartment, and it was wow. acoustic, and I was this that close. sounds like the best thing ever. It was so nice, especially because he like, goes off on like. Guitar yeah. solos all the Kanye time. Kanye was standing behind me. No. Yeah, Dave Chappelle came on when stage. When was this? It was probably two, three years ago. How did you get there? So I was driving. Yeah. I saw him post a link saying, tonight, Hotel Cafe. I literally pull over immediately, put in my credit card information, $10 a ticket. I got two tickets. And it was sold out two seconds later. 
Oh it's my just like God. a really exclusive, cool little thing yeah. for him to like debut new music and see like how it reacts right. with fans. That is awesome. I was literally this close to him for like That's three sick. Hours. I also I need to take a picture of that tattoo yeah. when we finish because yeah. I've never seen anyone even know that song before. Every That's time sick. I show people, they're like, No, I've never heard of it. What? It's so good. If you've never it's heard of Stop This Train, it's about not letting life pass you by too quickly. Yeah. And appreciating your parents while they're still here. And mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's really good. Yeah. It's like it's like a poem in a song. It's yeah. really what it is. But don't expect it to be like this like loud thing. It's like pretty no, chill. No, you can't work and, out and to and it. Calm. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless you're doing yoga. True. Yeah. And if yeah. you want to cry while Lobbies. you're doing yoga. Exactly. Well, I feel like everyone wants to cry while they're doing yoga. You know? <laughs> True. My mom brought me to yoga <laughs> once. Uh, hot yoga. And... She kicked my ass. Like yes. my mom's over there doing like headstands. It's it's tough. It's <laughs> tough. Like, what are you Your doing, mom's mom? clearly a boss. If she yeah. could do that shit. Oh, for sure. So, Jake, we usually end our episodes saying like a piece of advice or a quote or something that you've picked up along the way or been told. Okay. Um, when it comes to either dating or just life in general. Okay. Um. So, kind of like the life lesson that I just live by that my dad has kind of just engraved in me and my sister's brain is good things happen to good people. That's like the number one rule. So it's like, I'm not too big into religion or, you know, I think like karma is just like everything. Like, I don't know whether you want to consider God karma. Like, that's what I think God is. Like, if you're a good person, the universe is going to make great things happen to you. So um, I think that's just a rule to live by. Just, you know, um, if you have some money, give it to a homeless guy. If you... You know, if if you see somebody struggling, help them out. Just be nice to somebody, you know. Yeah. Just try to make somebody's day and just be a great person and um, great things will happen to you. And so that's kind of what I live by. In terms of like advice, I would say um, the biggest piece of, the biggest lesson that I've learned in the music industry is if you want something done correctly, do it yourself. Yeah. Um, Just because I was with like a record label for a while, Warner Brothers, who kind of for a few years stripped me of all my creative freedom and Mm. they didn't let me write my own songs and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I said, fuck it. I'm going to go guitar center and buy a bunch of equipment and learn how to use it. And I'm going to do all this shit by myself. Right. And so I learned how to write my own songs, produce my own beats, do it all by myself. And now I think I'm making the best music I've ever made just because I'm doing it by myself. So I think no matter what field you're in, if you really want something done right, don't ever let somebody step in and don't rely on anybody to, you know, do your job for you. Nobody's yeah. going to work as hard as you are towards your your dreams and your goals. I agree with that fully. Well, thank you so much, Jake, yeah, for thank coming you. on. This is fun. Where can everyone find you, listen to you, yeah. download you? My social media is just Jake Miller across the board. Search me on Spotify. Search me on YouTube. Just Jake Miller. It's pretty easy. Cool. So, yeah, my music is, I think it's for everybody. It's positive. It's fun and uplifting. If you're listening to this and you've never heard my music, it's it's just good vibes. Check it out. Go listen. Check out Nikes today. All right. Bye, guys. Hope everyone enjoyed the episode.